0: Caliban upon Setebos, or Natural Theology in the Island, by Robert Browning. Read for LibriVox.org by Elizabeth Clett. Thou thought'st that I was altogether such an one as thyself. Will sprawl, now that the heat of day is best, flat on his belly in the pit's much mire, with elbows wide, fists clenched to prop his chin, and, while he kicks both feet in the cool slush, and feels about his spine small eft things course, run in and out each arm and make him laugh. And while above his head a Pompian plant, coating the cave-top as a brow its eye, creeps down to touch and tickle hair and beard. And now a flower drops with a bee inside, and now a fruit to snap at, catch and crunch, He looks out o'er yon sea, which sunbeams cross and recross till they weave a spider-web, meshes of fire some great fish breaks at times, and talks to his own self, howe'er he please, touching that other whom his dam called God. Because to talk about him vexes. Ha! could he but know, and time to vex is now, when talk is safer than in winter-time. Moreover, Prosper and Miranda sleep in confidence he drudges at their task, and it is good to cheat the pair, and gibe, letting the rank tongue blossom into speech. Cetabos, Cetabos, and Setabos Thinketh he dwelleth the cold o' the moon, thinketh he made it with the sun to match. But not the stars, the stars came otherwise. Only made clouds, winds, meteors, such as that. Also this isle, what lives and grows thereon, And snaky sea which rounds and ends the same. Thinketh, it came of being ill at ease. He hated that he cannot change his cold, nor cure its ache, hath spied an icy fish that longed to scape the rock-stream where she lived, and thaw herself within the lukewarm brine o' the lazy sea, her stream thrusts far amid, a crystal spike twixt two warm walls of wave. Only, she ever sickened, found repulse at the other kind of water, not her life. Green-dense and dim-delicious, bred o the sun, Flounced back from bliss She was not born to breathe, And in her old bounds Buried her despair, Hating and loving warmth alike. So he. Thinketh, he made thereat The sun, this isle, Trees and the fowls here, Beast and creeping thing. Yon otter, sleek wet, Black, lithe as a leech. Yon oak one fire eye in a ball of foam that floats and feeds, a certain badger brown he hath watched hunt with that slant white wedge eye by moonlight, and the pie with the long tongue that pricks deep into oakworts for a worm, and says a plain word when she finds her prize but will not eat the ants, the ants themselves that build a wall of seeds and settled stalks about their hole, he made all these and more. Made all we see, and us, in spite, how else? He could not himself make a second self to be his mate. As well have made himself, he would not make what he mislikes or slights, an eye-sore to him, or not worth his pains but did, in envy, listlessness, or sport, make what himself would fain, in a manner be—weaker in most points, stronger in a few, worthy, and yet mere playthings all the while—things he admires and mocks, too. That is it. Because, so brave, so better though they be, it nothing skills if he begin to plague. Look now! I melt a gourd fruit into mash, and honeycomb and pods, I have perceived, which bite like finches when they bill and kiss. Then when froth rises bladdery, drink up all, quick, quick, till maggots scamper through my brain. Last, throw me on my back at the seeded time, and wanton, wishing I were born a bird. Put case! unable to be what i wish i yet could make a live bird out of clay would not i take clay pinch my caliban able to fly for there see he hath wings and great comb like the hoopoe's to admire and there a sting to do his foe's offence there and i will that he begin to live fly to yon rock-top, nip me off the horns of grigs high up that make the merry din, saucy through their veined wings, and mind me not. In which feat, if his leg snapped brittle clay, and he lay stupid-like, why, I should laugh. And if he, spying me, should fall to weep, beseech me to be good, repair his wrong, bid his poor leg smart less or grow again, well, as the chance were, this might take, Or else not take, my fancy. I might hear his cry, And give the mannikin three sound legs for one, Or pluck the other off, leave him like an egg, And lessened he was mine, and merely clay. Were this no pleasure, lying in the time, Drinking the mash, with brain become alive, Making and marring clay at will, so he. Thinketh. Such shows nor right nor wrong in him, Nor kind nor cruel. He is strong and lord. Am strong myself compared to yonder Crabs that march now from the mountain to the sea? Let twenty pass, and stone the twenty first, Loving not, hating not, just choosing so. Say the first straggler that boasts purple spots Shall join the file, one pincer twisted off. Say, this bruised fellow shall receive a worm, And two worms he whose nippers end in red, As it likes me each time I do. So he. Well then, supposeth he is good the main, Placable if his mind and ways were guessed, But rougher than his handiwork be sure. Oh, he hath made things worthier than himself, and envieth that so helped such things do more than he who made them. What consoles but this? That they, unless through him, do not at all, and must submit? What other use in things? Hath cut a pipe of pithless elder-joint, that blown through gives exact the scream o' the jay, when from her wing you twitch the feathers blue? Sound this! And little birds that hate the jay Flock within stone's throw, Glad their foe is hurt. Put case such pipe could prattle And boast forsooth. I catch the birds, I am the crafty thing, I make the cry my maker cannot make With his great round mouth. He must blow through mine. Would not I smash it with my foot? So he. But wherefore rough, why cold and ill at ease? Aha! that is a question. Ask for that what knows the something over Setabos that made him, or he may be fought and fought, worsted, drove off, and did to nothing perchance. There may be something quiet over his head, out of his reach, that feels nor joy nor grief, since both derive from weakness in some way. I joy because the quails come. Would not joy could I bring quails here when I have a mind. This quiet, all it hath a mind to, doth. Esteemeth stars the outpost of its couch, but never spends much thought nor care that way. It may look up, work up, the worse for those it works on. Careth but for Cetabos the many-handed as a cuttlefish, who, making himself feared through what he does, looks up first and perceives he cannot soar to what is quiet and hath happy life, next looks down here, and out of very spite makes this a bauble world to ape yon real these good things to match those as hips do grapes, tis solace, making baubles, a, and sport himself peeped late, eyed prosper at his books, careless and lofty, lord now of the isle. Vexed, stitched a book of broad leaves, arrow-shaped, wrote thereon, he knows what prodigious words, has peeled a wand and called it by a name. Weareth awhiles for an enchanter's robe the eyed skin of a supple onsalot. And hath an ounce sleeker Than youngling mole, A four-legged serpent He makes cower and couch, Now snarl, now hold its breath, And mind his eye, And saith she is Miranda, and my wife. Keeps for his aerial A tall pouch-bill crane he bids go Wade for fish and straight disgorge, Also a sea-beast, lumpish, which he snared, blinded the eyes of, and brought somewhat tame, and split its toe webs, and now pens the drudge in a hole o' the rock, and calls him Caliban. A bitter heart that bides its time and bites, plays thus at being prosper in a way, taketh his mirth with make believes So he his dam held that the quiet made all things which Setebos vexed only holds not so who made them weak meant weakness he might vex had he meant other while his hand was in why not make horny eyes no thorn could prick or plate my scalp with bone against the snow or over scale my flesh neath joint and joint like an orc's armour ay so spoil his sport He is the one now, only he doth all. Say if he may like perchance what profits him. Ay, himself loves what does him good, but why? Gets no good otherwise. This blinded beast loves whoso places flesh-meat on his nose, but had he eyes, would want no help but hate or love just as it liked him. He hath eyes. Also, it pleaseth set a boss to work, use all his hands, and exercise much craft by no means for the love of what is worked, tasteth himself no finer good in the world when all goes right in this safe summer time, and he wants little, hungers, aches not much than trying what to do with wit and strength. Falls to make something, piled yon pile of turfs, and squared and stuck there squares of soft white chalk, and with a fish-tooth scratched a moon on each, and set up endwise certain spikes of tree, and crowned the whole with a sloth's skull atop, found dead in the woods, too hard for one to kill. No use at all o' the work, for work's soul's sake, shall some day knock it down again so he say if he is terrible watch his feats in proof one hurricane will spoil six good months hope he hath a spite against me that i know just as he favors prosper who knows why so it is all the same as well i find Wove wattles half the winter, fenced them firm with stone and stake to stop she-tortoises crawling to lay their eggs here. Well one wave, feeling the foot of him upon its neck, gaped as a snake does, lolled out its large tongue and licked the whole labour flat. So much for spite! Saw a ball flame down late—yonder it lies—where half an hour before I slept to the shade. Often they scatter sparkles there is force. Dug up a newt he may have envied once, and turned to stone, shut up inside a stone. Please him, and hinder this. What prosper does? Aha! if he would tell me how. Not he. There is the sport. Discover how or die. All need not die. For of the things o' the isle some flee afar, some dive, some run up trees, those at his mercy, why they please him most when—when—well, never try the same way twice. Repeat what act has pleased. He may grow wroth. You must not know his ways and play him off, sure of the issue. Doth the like himself? Spareth a squirrel that it nothing fears, but steals the nut from underneath my thumb? And when I threat, bites stoutly in defence? spareth an urchin that contrariwise curls up into a ball pretending death for fright at my approach the two ways please but what would move my collar more than this that either creature counted on its life to-morrow and next day and all days to come saying forsooth in the inmost of its heart BECAUSE HE DID SO YESTERDAY WITH ME, AND OTHERWISE WITH SUCH ANOTHER BRUTE, SO MUST HE DO henceforth AND ALWAYS. I WOULD TEACH THE REASONING COUPLE WHAT MUST MEANS, DOTH AS HE LIKES, OR WHEREFORE LORD. SO HE CONCEIVETH ALL THINGS WILL CONTINUE THUS, AND WE SHALL HAVE TO LIVE IN FEAR OF HIM SO LONG AS HE LIVES, KEEPS HIS STRENGTH. No change, if he have done his best, make no new world to please him more, so leave off watching this. If he surprise not even the quiet self some strange day, or suppose grow into it as grubs grow butterflies, else here are we, and there is he, and nowhere help at all. Believeth with the life the pain shall stop. His dam held different that after death he both plagued enemies and feasted friends, idly. He doth his worst in this our life, giving just respite lest we die through pain, saving last pain for worst, with which an end. Meanwhile the best way to escape his ire is not to seem too happy. Sees himself yonder two flies with purple films and pink bask on the Pompeian bell above. Kills both. Sees two black painful beetles roll their ball on head and tail as if to save their lives. Moves them the stick away they strive to clear. Even so, would have him misconceive. Suppose this Caliban strives hard and ails no less, and always, above all else, envies him. Wherefore he mainly dances on dark nights, Moans in the sun, gets under holes to laugh, And never speaks his mind save housed as now. Outside, groans, curses. If he caught me here, o'erheard this speech, And asked, what chucklest at? Would to appease him, cut a finger off, Or of my three kid yearlings burn the best, Or let the toothsome apples rot on tree, Or push my tame beast for the orc to taste, While myself lit a fire, and made a song and sung it, What I hate be consecrate, to celebrate thee and thy state, No mate for thee what see for envy in poor me. Hoping the while, since evils sometimes mend, Warts rub away and sores are cured with slime, that some strange day will either the quiet catch and conquer Setebos, or likelier he decrepit may doze, doze, as good as die. What? What? A curtain o'er the world at once? Crickets stop hissing? Not a bird? Or, yes, there scuds his raven that has told him all. It was fool's play, this prattling. Huh. The wind shoulders the pillared dust, Death's house o' the move, and fast invading fires begin. White blaze, a tree's head snaps, And there, 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 his thunder follows, Fool to jibe at him. Lo, lieth flat and loveth Setebos, Maketh his teeth meet through his upper lip, Will let those quails fly, Will not eat this month one little mess of whelks so he may escape end of caliban upon setebos this recording is in the public domain